Well, there is a motion coming to the Vancouver Park Board on Monday. It is. It reads that the Vancouver Board of Parks and Recreation directs staff to immediately restore the pre-COVID traffic and parking configuration on Stanley Park Drive in time for the upcoming December 2022 peak holiday season. And then it also says that it will direct staff to reframe and otherwise repurpose the current mobility study toward a comprehensive of strategy as a planning tool that can deliver new permanent dedicated cycling infrastructure in the park and then with a number of considerations including those with disabilities seniors families tourist access and equitable access for all recreation and cultural users well it certainly is a divisive issue when we look at what's happening in the park and we know there have been lawsuits as well. Joining us to talk about this latest development once again is Wally Opal who in this case is the lawyer representing Stanley Park's Prospect Point Bar and Grill. Great to have you back on the show. Always good to be with you Jill. Uh, so as the rep- as a representative for that restaurant uh, what are your thoughts on the fact that this well, is coming to the park board? Well we're very pleased Jill because the last two and a half to three years has been a nightmare where the uh, park board has done things without consulting with us. The first thing that they did was they ran a uh, bike lane through the parking lot of the of the restaurant that obviously uh, uh, hurt the business of the restaurant. And since then, the park has been a, a uh, has been chaotic. There are cones and barriers and all of that stuff. So that that, that impedes the progress of people going in there. It prevents people from going in there. Uh, the people with disabilities, people who are going to use the park, people who are using the businesses in the park are all deterred from going in there because of some of the policies of the past board. We've tried to meet with the board in order to work with them, and we understand uh, that their challenges, but we never really got anywhere with them. So this is very encouraging because it means that uh, the public will have a right to visit the park uh, and there won't be the same impediments that have been there now for two and a half, three years. So. And what does this do then as far as any legal challenges? I know in the past uh, the court uh, di- didn't hear that challenge of the bike lane brought forward by two of the businesses in the park. But what does this do, do you think, as far as if this is approved, which it appears that it probably will be because the board is uh, ABC Vancouver uh, has the majority on it. So what does that mean for any potential uh, future legal action? Well, we're not anxious to uh, litigate this matter. We We'd rather sit down with the people and work it out so it's satisfactory, not only for the businesses, our client, but also for the people who want to use the park. As mentioned, the uh, people with disabilities who are now in, who, who now find the park to be inaccessible to them with the bike lanes uh, being the predominant feature in the park. No, we're not uh, interested in pursuing legal action. We uh, just want to work with them, and this sounds very encouraging and if this goes through i can't see uh, any uh, litigation going forward because uh, the park will have been open to all users and that's really what we wanted what has it been like for the restaurant uh, during this time or has it been able to stay open no uh, nancy stebbard who's a uh, well-known business person uh, is the owner of the uh, prospect point bar and restaurant and it's been closed for a year. 
Uh, the only aspect that part of it's open is the ice cream stand, but the rest of it's open because no one is going in, coming into the park. There's no parking. Uh, there are cones all over the place and other barriers, and so people are not coming in there. So, so our clients have been losing money. Uh, they've had to close the restaurant because of the lack of access for members of the public. So this seems to be very encouraging. And uh, so we're in favor of the motion uh, as we have heard about it. So, yeah. And are there any concerns then, or it sounds like as far as the other part of this motion, which is to, to come up with some way to make uh, it, to reframe it, to repurpose uh, the study and, and make it so it is accessible for everybody. Uh, are there ways, do you think, that there could be uh, potentially a dedicated bike lane through that area that would work for cyclists and also work for the businesses? Absolutely, Jill. I mean, that park has been there for a hundred years and everybody's had access to it. Our clients are not opposed to bike lanes. We simply want easy access to everybody, including our clients. That's the the problem that's been here is that when uh, they put the, the bike lanes in there, it was an impediment for people to go in there and to use the park. And it has been said, for many, many years that Stanley Park is the crown jewel of of the city of Vancouver. But it wasn't that way because so many people could not get near the park because of the bike lanes, uh, the way they're featured. And mostly, it was all done without any kind of meaningful consultation. Right. And done as a COVID-19 measure in the beginning, it seems like it was such a long time ago. It wasn't that long ago when it was done to kind of give people more space and, and to move, to be able to, to get people to move around more in the park. Um, yeah. Yeah. We understand that. We understand that some accommodations had to be made for COVID. And uh, so we understood all of that. But at the same time, uh, it was our view that the park board as it was constituted, went to extremes. And in so doing, they excluded a lot of people from going into the park, and they hurt the businesses in the park, and that's what was particularly disturbing to our clients. Uh, there are uh, certain cyclists and cycling groups uh, that are concerned about this and saying that they're concerned that it will make it more dangerous for cyclists, especially through the next few months, if this does go back as far as still using the park, but when it's darker earlier and, and such. What are your thoughts on the, the cyclists that are lobbying and would like to see it stay the way it is? Well, well, I have confidence in the park board that whatever they do, they'll do so with consultation and they'll ensure that those issues that have been raised by the cyclists are addressed. Now, that's a legitimate complaint. No one wants to to, uh, to put the cyclists in harm's way. No one wants to see them harmed. And uh, I would like to think that the park board, uh, having decided on this course of action, would be cognizant of, of those concerns. And so, so we have a lot of confidence in the present park board, and, and we're confident they'll do the right thing. And I know you said that you're not interested and your client's not interested in more legal action or litigation. But like you said, though, with the restaurant being closed for more than a year, uh, is your client looking for financial compensation for this? Well, we've seriously considered that. There's no question about it because we've lo- our client has lost a lot of money. And uh, and I'm sure that Brent Davies' client, the, uh, the or his restaurant, the uh, this, the beach uh, sunset, the beach restaurant, uh, that 
restaurant has lost customers. So, so the businesses have suffered, and it was based on that that uh, we were uh, commencing and did, in fact, commence legal action. But in any event, that's all in abeyance, and we're hoping that uh, some kind of meaningful compromise can be reached, and we can all live with that. All right. Uh, Wally Opal, we will leave that there for today. Thank you, though, as always, for coming back on the show. Always nice to be with you, Jill.